Why are we listening to Mr. Bad Hair Day? Why don't you just flip back where you... Uh-huh. could do that to juggernaut nobody from earth all right hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of i was about to say heroes and villains <laughs> anyway uh if you guys are following the other series <laughs> i'm sorry it's kind of it's kind of um it's gospel x gospel according to the x-men my name is jonathan and of course my friend here is henry as we continue on this journey through the animated series of, of the 1990s with uh, season three, am I right? Or season two? Yeah, season three. Season three. Uh, episode four. Right? It's actually five. Oh, it's five. Oh my goodness. Okay, season three, episode five. The Crying Banshee or something like that, right? Um, yeah. so you only <laughs> saw him one time too. Yeah, no kidding. And then, um, so, uh, we show you uh, briefly a clip and uh, showing about uh, just highlighting Juggernaut. So, uh, and you must be wondering why we chose this scene as opposed to the other scenes. So Henry, how about you kick us off? Why did we choose this scene where Juggernaut gets schooled by the gladiator? Well, first of all, this scene is hilarious, right? Because when you're watching this episode, you know, Juggernaut is basically, he's the biggest kid on the block. Nobody yeah. messes with the Juggernaut. He's so used to using the power that he has to take whatever he wants. At the very beginning of the episode, he throws Xavier out the window. He takes, um, he basically manhandles Landra. When Eric the Red betrays them, right? He basically picks him up and threatens to break him in half. Yeah. And, you know, it just goes to show the, the mentality of the juggernaut that he um, has such a perceived sense of his own power that he doesn't think that, that anybody can hold him back and actually stop him. Right. Until right. Gladiator flies in from the sky and then he says to Gladiator, hey, you know, why don't you go back to where you came from and he tries to just punch him and he... He just gets picked up by the wrist and thrown into the middle of the ocean. Yeah. Um, and it just kind of highlights that, you know, the um, whole sense of power that he had was not as, not as great as what he thought that it actually was. Mm -hmm. So yeah. how do we tie in with uh, what we see nowadays with uh, what's going on in the States, right? With, um, with another organization, the police, who um, are mandated to use violence to protect law and order, but there's a big sense of mistrust nowadays with what they're doing. And how can we square that usage of force um, with, uh, with, how, with a morality? Yeah. Basically, you can't just use it to get whatever you want just because you have it. You have to use it for the correct reason and for the correct purpose. Otherwise, you become some juggernaut that just uses it uh, indiscriminately against anybody. Yeah, we would use that word called justice, wouldn't we? Mm -hmm. You know, like when you, like uh, violence that is used indiscriminately is injustice. 
where and uh, actually violence is not even supposed to be used by uh, the authorities, especially the authorities are given power to the violence uh, should be like needs to be in the realm and contained within that realm of justice. Um, so hey, I, elaborate on that. Like um, so for the what's going on in the states for those who are who live in a cave <laughs> and have no idea what we're talking about. We're talking about right now. The date is June the fifth, twenty twenty. And uh, it's still going on. The protests are going on still uh, down in the States in many uh, cities, including some cities in Canada as well. I think the most recent one this morning was in Ottawa. And uh, it's with regards to um, solidarity for um, Black Lives Matter, uh, the Black Lives Matter movement, where a, uh, uh, a black man, an innocent black man was killed uh, by police. Right, and so uh, uh, these protests were in response to that, and so we're just uh, now uh, glad that you brought it up. So, what kind of like um, did the police have perceived authority first? Well, absolutely, they perceived that they could basically. If you actually looked at the situation that sparked the whole thing with the the murder of George Floyd, right, mm -hmm. and how the police officer actually handled that situation. It was very clear that, you know, in his mind, he had absolute authority over the situation. He was, right. he didn't question the force that he was using in order to subdue that, the individual. He just was so enamored, like, so enraptured by his own kind of, um, his own, uh, like, I don't know, you call it strength, you call it like, uh, like ability to use the force. Just because you have that, um, that mandate to go and be able to use force against another individual doesn't mean that you have to go and use it to that extreme amount. Right? Yeah. Like you were, they were entrusted to like, use force to uphold morality, uphold ethic, uphold the law. Yet, uh, Basically, what I think you, you and I agree, the reason why we chose this episode of X-Men, this scene, is because the police basically turn into a juggernaut, right? Like, yeah. literally just uh, thinking that, hey, I have the authority, I was given the authority, and, uh, you know, and I could use it whatever I want, like, you indiscriminately, know, indiscriminately, they want. and subdue, and unfortunately, uh, this event happened in a uh, country where it's uh, really, uh, uh, there's a racial divide, right? And uh, so they use this force for their own racial, you know, purposes. What do you think? I think that's, that's absolutely true, is that, um, you know, there, there is statistically um, evidence to support that, you know, racial minorities are the overwhelming majority of people who are on the receiving end of this force. Yeah. So, you know, it, it just goes to show that um, there is that perceived injustice is actually is actually true. And now we see the response to those people who are protesting in the streets uh, absolutely don't condone the looting and the destruction of property. But the protests themselves, especially peaceful protests, is a very important part of the process to right injustices so yeah and how have police responded to peaceful protesters we see 
that indiscriminate use of force again. Yeah. Just a couple of days ago, they saw police just pushing and shoving a 75-year-old man to the ground. You know, he hit his head on the ground and he's in serious condition in the hospital. And when you, and this is uh, ties exactly into, you know, the police have become this juggernaut just throwing their weight around because um, they perceive that they have, since they have that ability, they're uh, able, they're allowed to use it whenever they want. And it's interesting that, yeah, and to circle back, um, when, when a person or a group of persons like the police, as an example, um, lose sight, well, gets really, uh, uh, what is it, in, engrossed with their authority and power, it corrupts them. And, uh, and they lose sight of actually their duty and their mandate and uh, their whole moral compass is gone. It seems like they, they're just like, you know, uh, they're enamored or even engrossed in their power that they, that they forget why they're even there, right? So literally, uh, I think you and I both agree that they become a juggernaut, basically. <laughs> Indiscriminate destruction and uh, just to throw their weight around as if, uh, you know, because they just don't like them. And uh, according to the episode, what happened to Juggernaut at the end there? Yeah, the gladiator, like, threw him out. Threw him out. Eventually, and, you know, yeah. people who use force indiscriminately, who live by might makes right, there's always going to be something else greater than you that will eventually force you, use force on you. And you know what? Uh, it's interesting, right? Uh, um, we were talking about earlier before this recording that, you know, about the looting. You know, it's a, like when force is used indiscriminately against people, people will react in kind, right? There will be people that will react in kind. And I think uh, this alludes to our, uh, well, this is the gospel according to the X-Men. This alludes to the, what I think for the gospel is that uh, Jesus in the Sermon on the Mount continues to emphasize that we do not retaliate in kind, right? Um, and do not retaliate in kind. It's not because he wants us to be doormats. It's because he knows us so well, <laughs> I think. He knows us so well that he goes, yeah, do not react in kind because your whole humanity, the end of the world will come sooner than later, <laughs> right? He wants us to be alive and well, not to destroy ourselves. And, uh, and this is a display, basically a display of a juggernaut against another juggernaut. And then suddenly Phoenix comes in, right? And it does the same, right? Like, like what happens if a Phoenix comes in now, right? And does the same, right? We're done, right? Um, sorry, spoiler alert. Like, <laughs> spoiler alert if you haven't seen um, The Last Stand. But, you know, like, it's just, um, this is why Jesus said what he said. Is, uh, that, and this is why he died on the cross as opposed to fighting back. Because he knew that uh, human nature, people will fight back in kind, and then more people will fight back and retaliate in kind. And it'll go in a vicious cycle, like you said, in a spiral, and it'll just destroy everybody. That's obviously not, not a good thing. So, <laughs> anyway. according to, and the juggernaut faced that, uh, that firsthand there. And the juggernaut faced that firsthand. And uh, yeah, so, yeah, a lot to, uh, uh, so this is why, um, I, I think uh, you and I both agree that uh, this is why Jesus says, do not retaliate in kind or do not retaliate or use force that is indiscriminate because, hey, people will react back 
with an indiscriminate force. And now look at what's going on down in the States, right? Absolute chaos. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for joining us in another episode of Gospel X, the Gospel According to X-Men. My name is Jonathan, and this is Henry. Thank you again for joining us. And until next time, have a great week.